Welcome to Womble Perspectives, where we explore a wide range of topics from the latest legal updates to industry trends to the business of law. Our team of lawyers, professionals, and occasional outside guests will take you through the most pressing issues facing businesses today and provide practical and actionable advice to help you navigate the ever-changing legal landscape. With a focus on innovation, collaboration, and client service, we are committed to delivering exceptional value to our clients and to the communities we serve. And now our latest episode. Today we're digging into how Boston, Massachusetts, and Bristol, UK are tackling the move to net zero economies, the issues they both face, as well as lessons they can learn from one another. Now, without further ado, let's dive in. The U.S. Embassy and Bristol City Council recently hosted a panel discussion on just transition to net zero economies. Alongside the event, Womble Bond Dickinson's WBD UK partner sponsor for net zero, John Bauer, met with Reverend Mariama White-Hammond, the city of Boston's chief of environment, energy and open space, to discuss how the U.S. and U.K. can learn from each other when it comes to achieving net zero economies at regional level, with key focuses on sustainable communities and housing. Visiting the U.K. gave Reverend White-Hammond the opportunity to examine the similarities between Bristol and Boston. Like its British counterpart, Boston is suffering from a housing crisis, and the government is looking for ways to address this while moving forward with its sustainability goals. With the two cities similar in size, Mariama said she hoped to, quote, learn from the ways Bristol is approaching similar challenges, end quote, while also sharing what the city of Boston is doing to address these problems. More than just building housing, the move to net-zero economies also relies on building communities. Mariama explained how stronger communities should be at the core of supporting affordable housing, adding that how cities utilize green spaces will play a key role. Mariama shared that Boston is looking at open spaces from two key perspectives. One is about quality of life and making sure that as the city gets denser, everybody has access to a great place to build connections. But also these communities will be important in terms of Boston's climate mitigation work. She also shared that the city of Boston is investing heavily in planting trees, adding cooling features to parks and designated heat zones, and reworking seawalls to help protect both the environment and its citizens. In the past, Boston prioritized high-income communities when it came to climate work and improvements, but now there has been a shift to improve low-income communities, and in particular communities of color. Reverend Whitehammond said, We are asking ourselves how do we use our climate work to protect people, to make them safer, to raise their quality of life, and to do so in a way that repairs the harm that was caused by past decisions. We are not swimming in land, so we have to be creative and make sure that every piece of land can play two and three roles. One way Boston is looking toward building sustainable communities is through helping people thrive through upskilling and employment opportunities. Similar to a successful scheme in Philadelphia, Boston has developed a program called PowerCore, which trains young people in neighborhoods with higher levels of pollution and a lack of green spaces. Opportunities are given to upskill and provide careers, in areas such as urban forestry and smart building systems. This has already been a success in Philadelphia, where 70% of the Philadelphia Water Department's green stormwater infrastructure unit roles has come from the PowerCore program. For cities like Boston, environmental and economic issues go hand in hand, and Mariama stressed that tackling the two together is the best way forward. The city received game-changing federal funding with a significant portion invested in housing and climate change. 
Reverend White Hammond said, quote, We work from the fundamental notion that the only successful solution to either of these problems is to bring the two together. How do we address the climate crisis in a way that increases economic justice and lifts people out of poverty and unemployment? We need every single person to be involved in addressing the climate crisis. But there are some people that we are leaving out because we are not giving them the opportunity to bring their skills and their talents to the workforce. End quote. In terms of housing, investment is also being made to retrofit affordable housing to make homes more energy efficient, and the city is working with its labor unions to train and supply skilled workers to undertake the projects, representing another example of tackling environmental and economic issues together. This is an all-hands-on-deck moment, and it's important for the city to be involved, but there is no way to do this without the private sector also playing a role, said Mariama, who also highlighted how companies such as Womblebond Dickinson can lead by example in the way they operate their buildings and address issues like transportation with their workforce. As we move toward the future, it will be interesting to see how Boston and Bristol learn from one another and what initiatives are put in place in the quest for net-zero economies. As always, thank you for listening to today's episode of Womble Perspectives. Thank you for listening to Womble Perspectives. If you want to learn more about the topics discussed in this episode, please visit the show notes where you can find links to related resources mentioned today. The show notes also have more information about our attorneys who provided today's insights, including ways to reach out to them. Don't forget to subscribe via your podcast player of choice so that you never miss an episode. Thank you again for listening.